0: wonderful hello and welcome back to band behind the throne my name is dave Bamford. i am your host for today this is episode 96 and today i am joined by mr tony makos say hello tony
1: it's the most wonderful time of the year i think that's three episodes in a row say, how long have you been planning that and it feels 100 percent justified this thing
0: because it's fucking christmas oh brilliant how are you tony
1: i am uh I am shattered and uh, been running around like a uh, like a blue arse fly trying to finish sorting things out for Christmas. Um, But aside from that, I'm generally very happy that I am off work until uh, kind of the 7th of January whatever.
0: And I'm looking forward to Christmas. Yeah. All good. Yourself? I'm doing pretty well. You know, got my ups and my downs. The up. I have a rather large glass of Bailey's. Oh, nice. Uh, and I've got the bottle, which was actually full. So we'll see how that goes by the end of the episode. <laughs> I had uh, two pints with Top Mike earlier, so I'm in fine spirits. Nice. Um, and uh, I've managed to recruit in the last couple of weeks two new players for an intro event in London.
2: Ooh, yeah. I've I've recruited a friend
0: from work, uh, Craig, yeah. and uh, Party Marty, who yeah. many of you will have met at various drinks after events or at Starlek, yeah. where he didn't play. Um, And, of course, we'll say a big thank you to Party Marty for putting together that wonderful intro tune you've just heard uh, (laughs) for the the, every Christmas episode we've done. He's done something. Um, So that's good. Uh, So they've they've they're joining us for an intro event on the 3rd of January at uh, Magic Madhouse in London. Sadly, sadly, the price for them to join the intro event is that I have to do Tough Mudder in the summer. Oh, <laughs> uh, is, oh, and I was a little drunk when I, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't see the appeal. I don't see the appeal of tough mother. I don't get it. And they was like, well, we don't get thrones. And I was just like, well, fine. And they were just like, we'll, we'll do it if you do it. And I was like, fine, I will. And then like 30 seconds, I was like, shit. That, that was a terrible in, deal.
1: That is an entirely unbalanced deal that you have just made. I know, right? It's what, I mean, we can say that come of, coming out of my website <laughs> because we're like, ah, it's really easy to play throw eh? You know, chuck some cards down on the table, you shout at someone, win the game, lose a game. Uh, tough Model's a nightmare, mate. Tough Model's properly, you know, you kind of need to, like, train for it and stuff. I know. And,
0: it was a mistake.
1: It's going to destroy you. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm only saying that from the point of view of. I couldn't do it myself. I, I, you know, I couldn't do a mother, let alone a tough mother. So, <laughs> um, there's a, oh, absolutely no way. And and if the deal was, oh, uh, we'll play Thrones if you play Tough Mother, I'd go. Oh, okay. Well, cards obviously aren't your thing. Anyway, I'll go find someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, mate. Well, 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 Good luck with that. I hope it's Thank very you. late in the year to give you lots of time to train. I think it's Mar- May.
0: Not uh, March. Uh, May. Okay. Yeah, May. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Not ideal. We'll do. It's fine. It's fine. I was in shape in the past. <laughs> we to find out if you can get back. <laughs> I used to be able to play rugby, so <laughs> hopefully uh, hopefully, I have the ability to be able to run. <laughs> Man, that's going to be quite a thing. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought they had forgotten, that Martin messaged me about half an hour ago going, when is that Thrones event I need to go to? Thought, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's going to play Barra or Targ, so we'll see. <laughs> OK, I
1: uh, imagine they're going to they're waiting for you to you know, text them in the new year going, oh, remind me, when's this Tough mother?" Because I'm really looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll remind me on the third when they're at Magic Madhouse with big grins on their face and pints in their hand. And I'll be on a like a water only <laughs> diet trying to shed all this weight. God, well, well, best of luck. Jesus, what mm. a Christmas present that is. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Oh. So there you go. Now it's been announced to our wonderful fans. Mm. Uh, and if I if I turn down a beer at some point in the next five months, that's why. <laughs> You're not pregnant, right? Okay. Okay, not pregnant. I've been. <laughs> I made a terrible, terrible deal. Yes, you did. Wow. What Christmas is The worst.
1: Oh man. Yeah. Well, best of luck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, no. that's the last few weeks. Mm. Christmas. It's very soon. At the time of speaking, it's. Uh, 25 hours and 15 minutes away. Mm. We are recording this slightly later than we wanted to. Mm. Peel may be joining us in the next hour and a half. Um, if not, he won't be. Uh, but he's spreading Christmas cheer in his own way. Uh, if any of you are in the white horse in old, you can exchange your money tokens for some Christmas cheer at his bar. <laughs>
1: Uh, we'll make sure there's a Christmas message from people on this episode somewhere.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so hopefully he'll join us later. But as is uh, not, I wouldn't say tradition, but two of our three previous Christmas episodes, we've had a number of guests on. The first time we did a listener's questions uh, where they came in and uh, gave us their questions live. With some Mm -hmm. members of the community. Uh, The next time I invite a load of people on to do a pack review live, which was the worst experience of my podcasting life. We will not be doing that again ever. Uh, 20 guests was too many guests. 21, if you count the fact that Glazers didn't record. Um, (laughs) And uh, last year we did a a more casual fireside um, listeners' questions, just the three of us a bit cozier. But this time... We're uh, we're extending the net a bit. We're going to invite some more people to do banter behind the throne. Uh, sorry, do Christmas the banter behind the throne way. Uh, we're going to get on a faction loyalist from each faction uh, to talk about what they want for Christmas for their faction, mm. um, and then we'll see where the night takes us, and we'll see where the how this baileys goes. Now, <laughs> presumably. Tony, if you're editing, you're going to edit this in order. Um, he may mix them up later. Who knows? And you'll be able to see me go up and down in peaks and highs of drunkness as the uh, episode progresses. That's really up to him.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to apply some uh, interesting post effects to kind of lower your enthusiasm or raise your enthusiasm, depending on kind of where in the uh, <laughs> where the episode you are. Uh, we'll just pitch shift your voice up and down so it all, all seems to be consistent, or it just won't be consistent at all because we'll get it done in a hurry, one way or the other. <laughs> yeah.
0: On a uh, on another note, I'm uh, I'm currently at my parents' house in Brickstock, Uh the home of UK Thrones, of course, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm being reminded by uh, nostalgic Thrones events from uh, everywhere I look. Uh, to my left, there is a cutout of the Spice Girls at the bottom of my bed. Uh, that I won for the uh, Tyrion Prize at uh, a Manchester event in the first weekend. Oh, so you mean it hasn't just been there for 20 years now? No, it's been there about three years. I won yeah. it in a Thrones event. Like, <laughs> it is actually—it's facing away, like as in I can just see the cardboard, but you can tell what it is because firstly it's a weird shape, but you can uh, tell uh, Mel's hair.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, on the side, that's very clearly <laughs> Scary Spice. You can tell um,
1: every single Spice Girl by their silhouette.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sadly, baby's hidden behind the chest of drawers. That's (laughs) a weird sentence to cut out of context. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I also, right in front of me, there's a Polaroid taken by Dave at um, Blackwater a few years ago where he played in the first edition Legacy event with the uh, um, Old Nan's Holiday to Essos deck, if you remember Uh, that. Beautiful, yeah, I remember it well. So uh, he played against Rowan. Uh, and I can tell that because he's taken a picture of Rowan's house card, uh, but he's taken a picture of all the cards that he discard with, discarded with his ally hate over the course of the game, including <laughs> a uh, Champ Marge, a Timmit, and a Tywin. So yes. uh, a good haul there, even if it's an awful picture. <laughs> uh, but I think with that, um, shall we, we invite we... our first guest on?
1: Let's move on to our first faction
0: loyalist. Right. First up, we have our Targaryen loyalist. We have Matt Slade. Say hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. Wonderful. Hello. Um, you've not been on the podcast before, so do you want to give everybody a little bit of details about yourself? Introduce yourself?
3: Yeah, thank you, Dave. Yeah, thanks both for having me on. Um, yeah, I'm a Targaryen loyalist based in London in the UK. Um, yeah, we have a great meta here. In, in the UK and uh, when we go to Europe it's pretty fantastic too what I'm known for is as well as being a Tigerian loyalist is playing kind of weird janky decks so I've actually played Toker decks in over 50 tournament games over 50 Fucking Fucking and I've got a positive run <laughs> win rate as well I've taken it to the last two Starlicks, um made the cut this year but got knocked out round round one and uh, I've actually won 2 GNKs G&Ks with uh, focused Tokedex, so that's my thing.
0: It, it sounds silly, but I've seen it and it's so horrible.
1: <laughs> it's I, I, so horrible. I knew we were getting a Targ loyalist on, but I didn't realise we were getting a madman
0: on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, he's a the mad. I remember, you know,
0: playing against Matt, you know, right when I first moved to London. Uh, when the t- card pool was a lot smaller and, you know, there'll be decks without Drakaris because he's got so many target decks with so many nonsense slings in them. Sometimes there just isn't room for the good cards. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: that excuse before. He, he keeps you guessing, though. <laughs> yeah, Joe Simmer. he's told me he hates playing against me because he just doesn't have a clue uh, what kind of deck I'm playing. And he's obviously a guy who likes to uh, prepare for such things. Indeed.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh,
3: I was saying to
0: um, Tony that you're such a loyalist that you don't really, you don't use any other cards, do you? Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where are your uh, your out of house <laughs> cards, as they were? Well, at the
3: <laughs> strange that you mention this, uh, but they are in uh, a storage facility in the north of London, which is quite far from where I live. But uh, today. <laughs> Uh, some bad news i've uh i've uh, accessed my storage facility and i've taken some green cards out just for oh, a great you okay, hall man? event i assure you are you feeling okay
1: <laughs> uh, for a great hall event because you because you're not allowed to play targ right
3: yeah targ i can play targ rose so i believe
1: oh yeah because you can yeah you can you can have rose as a banner yeah fair enough oh man so loyal man. that you won't even have other cards in the house yeah nice
0: yeah nice. yeah <laughs> The, the I, pie chart on Jousting
3: Pavilion is pretty funny. It's just targ. <laughs> One big red circle, as it should be. <laughs> I, I do have a saying: I do not banner unless it's uh, to the Black Goat, because uh, I love that agenda. Trading with Cohort.
0: <laughs> Me too, man. Yeah, that does. Yeah, that's fine. That's uh, you're allowed that. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've got you on first, Matt. You're our first guest for this evening. Um, so. What we've got everyone coming on to ask
3: is, what would you like for Christmas? What does Targ want for Christmas? What would House Targ like for Christmas? Now, um, if you forgive me, I'll be a little bit uh, thematic here. And uh, we would like free presents. (laughs) Free presents for free leaders, past, present and future. And I'll let you work out which is which. So... (laughs) In the game and in the books, winter is coming. And for me, that means winds of winter, winter festival time, Christmas time. Um, so I will have some spoilers of the Dance of Dragons. But uh, people have had seven years to read that. So I assume that's oh, okay. Yeah. So let me uh, paste you a picture. Daenerys Targaryen, our beloved queen. She's stuck in the Dothraki Sea and she has the shits. Uh, oh. She... <laughs> She's found by Carl Jaco and his khalasar. And that's quite an embarrassing situation to be. So what she wants for Christmas is some emodium. <laughs> uh, and let me uh, explain how that translates. So, as I mentioned, I love Targaryen, uh, Voltron builds, but they can be a little bit brittle. So what we need is some protection, anti-poison cards that protect from tears, pinch of powder, and other removed from play effects. So I believe a card... Probably like a one-cost attachment called something like Blood of the Targaryens, Blood of the Dragons that that basically simply just acts as a duplicate, another uh, another protection from uh, remove from play effect, which uh, which is what we need. Oh, okay. Can we just call it a modium? We can call <laughs> it, <no>, it <laughs> modium. Immodium of the Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> always keep keep a stash for emergencies. That's my advice. <laughs>
1: Wow, i with the dragon. We'll need to go we'll get Danny on
0: the phone right away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing an email as we go, just adding <laughs> the best ideas to it. <laughs> quite right, quite right. It's a shame Vince, Vince has wasted his car design, because this has been great for him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll go into my uh, second present, shall I?
0: Yep.
3: So while uh, Danny is in the Dothraki Sea, Sir Barristan, Sir Barristan, the Old, I like to call him, he's got a lot on his hands. Tell coup d'etat, he's oh. disposed of a king, he's got an enemy out, army outside his walls, insurgents within his walls, places disease ridden, and a great Joy martyr is on their way. A mm-hmm. lot of problems. So, what Sir Barsen wants for Christmas is an army. Yeah. And it just so happens that Danny is with an army in the Dothraki Sea, the Calisar led by Jacko, not to be, not to be confused by Jogo. Now Danny's vowed, has vowed to take revenge on this, this carl. So what she needs is to get Drogon to do his thing and you know, dispose of Jacko so she can, can take control of the of this deadly calisar, Um and help Sebastian protect the Marine. So it just so happens there's a draft owning event card called the Deadly Khalasar. And oh, yeah. I think this needs reprinting for Christmas for Sebastian. It's a one gold event. And it gives uh, an attacking Targaryen character plus one strength for each Dothraki in play, and Intimidate. Because uh, Targaryen need more conditional Intimidate. <laughs> <Are> <laughs>
2: yeah, <you sure>? right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's no printed Intimidate as all well if such and such have some Intimidate. Viserion
0: yeah. has Intimidate. Ah, I guess you've to discard got a discard a card, card. but
3: Yeah.
1: Is that right? They've got no printed. Yeah, it's all conditional on brother. and conditional. Yeah, okay. And yeah. mm. they had
3: some. Uh, easier so I like play.
1: it. What, what we want for Christmas is intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> printed intimidation from a kind of like subdom perspective. I want to be
3: intimidated. I want some intimidation. <laughs> want my intimidation on yeah, seems seems solid. Yeah, and finally, um, we've got Aegon Targaryen. Uh, that four-cost uh, character that you're all familiar with, that was released at the start of the cycle. Now, at the end of Dance of Dragons, he's successfully landed in Westeros. He's taken Griffin's Roost. He's got almost everything a young king would want. He's intelligent. He speaks many languages. He's got a great army. He's even got elephants. Mm-hmm. But he's missing one thing that every lord in Westeros wants, and that's a Valyrian steel sword. Now, now you first edition elitists, Tony and Dave, you'll appreciate this. (laughs) Because I I looked through the old card game DB uh, uh, attachment list, and I found the perfect present for Aegon, and that is uh, Blackfire. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Fuck, yeah. It's
3: all no play, but wonderful card. (laughs) Let me just read it out for you. So it's a two gold tiger and attachment, item, weapon, Reaction If it's not winter, after attached characters declared as a defender, nail Blackfire to remove all characters without attachments from the challenge. It's nice. also a prize one and setup, whatever that means.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would you know what that means?
3: <laughs> guess, I guess. I don't know what prize one does actually. Uh, it just
1: meant that when it left play, your opponent got uh, got a power, basically, as, as yeah, like a passive
3: effect. <laughs> Didn't see play then.
1: <laughs> um well there was a pri- there was a particularly good uh, Targaryen card that had prize two on it, which saw a lot of play. The, the there was a Danny Targaryen which was ludicrously overpowered <laughs> and uh, and was an exceptionally good card, saw a hell of a lot of play. Two power was uh to give two power to your opponent was nothing compared to the you know, the power of this thing. But uh but yeah, it was certainly a card that came kind of late in the game, the whole prize cycle was quite late. So you want a Valerian sword, do
3: you? Aegon Targaryen, and he needs it.
1: He needs it,
2: okay.
3: Yeah. I agree. That's a wonderful idea for a gift.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's what everyone, everybody wants a Christmas.
3: Especially his age, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> my parents had got me a Valerian steel blade when I was, what, 16, You'd I'd have be been very you, happy. You. Yeah.
1: I thought you were going to say like a you know, a Lego Death Star or something. You know what? What any what any young boy wants at his age, he wants a uh, hundred and fifty piece Lego. No, no, he just wants a sword. <laughs> different times, I guess, different worlds.
3: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: nice, but a black Farm. Yeah, good present.
3: Yeah. Like so it. those are my Christmas presents for Targaryen. Um, nice. I hope, hope, uh, I hope Santa feels they've been uh, uh, good enough this year, and they uh, they deserve these um, lovely gifts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I c- I can tell you that that you know, I've not given you any secret insights into what Santa's thinking. Um but asking if Targaryen have been good this year <laughs> <laughs> is a bit of a loaded question. As far as I'm concerned, Targ have been very naughty this year. <laughs> <laughs> any I've output this year has been very, very naughty and they've been very, very bad. Um which they've obviously been very, very good over certainly over the last six months. So on the one hand, I mean and this may be a theme as we talk to people <laughs> depending on which house that uh that they're representing um a lot of people don't need anything for christmas they've got plenty at the moment and they've got enough
2: get,
1: i'm looking forward to getting to great joy and kind of going why why do you deserve anything else but uh but yeah good presents i approve
3: cheers matt yeah thank you very much
0: yeah thank you very much for joining us matt and uh, cheers and merry christmas
3: merry christmas, merry christmas and a happy new year
0: indeed Absolutely. All right. Next up, we have Matt Edelman, who is joining us to talk about Baratheon. Matt, hey, say hi- hello <laughs> and introduce yourself because you've not joined us on the podcast before.
4: Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I'm Matt Edelman. I live in Scotland right now. I have an American accent and I am a Baratheon loyalist I've and playing oh, Baratheon since I'm the corset. Well,
0: where people where might people recognize your voice from?
4: Oh, they might recognize my voice from the former Southern Bannerman co- uh, podcast, but now on the Thrones Tonight podcast, we're on our Ooh. second episode. We've just produced a Christmas special. Ooh. Oh, really? That's exciting. Yeah, it even has Christmas music. <laughs> no, no, no plugs.
0: Oh, no, oh. We, could, we could do plugs. Yeah, no, never mind. They're we new. We can plug something new uh, as long as they uh, pay their respects in the appropriate manner. Correct. What does that mean? Uh, well, you, well, pay your respects and find out. <laughs> oh. Um, Sorry, I'm like four glasses of Baileys in. Oh. <laughs> it's all up from here. This, this Baileys is going down
4: smooth, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Like, concerningly smoothly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so I, I heard you want to talk to me about Baratheon. Yes. I, I what does I'm,
0: Baratheon want for Christmas?
4: What does Baratheon want for Christmas? Uh, How much time do we have for this segment? I mean, because I need at least two hours.
1: Then, uh, I, 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 you know, well, then let's begin and see where we go. See where we end up.
4: Okay, um, where to start? That's all
1: the time we've had. We've got, Matt. I'm afraid. So we're going to move on to our next. Uh, no, no, you okay, no. can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay.
4: Well, I've you know I've considered this, and you know it. You know it, I think something about Home Alone might have um, might have reminded me about the state of Baratheon. Baratheon <laughs> is like. The, uh, the kid who was, like, at six years old, he was, like, the fastest kid in the neighborhood, and, you know, he outran everybody. But then all the other kids in the neighborhood got bikes, and this kid didn't have anything. And so now he's just all by himself while all the other kids are uh, riding around on the bikes. And uh, that's what Garathian needs. Garathian needs a bike, except by bike, I mean a warp drive. <laughs> because because <laughs> in 2018 we saw a lot of rocket fuel being given out i mean stark got what's his name wyman manderley they got some you know now they got this crazy rocket fuel flea bottom skagos nutso-ness i mean targaryen they've got rocket fuel in the form of like his and marine and you know everything they've ever wanted in the whole world uh now greyjoy has got rocket fuel in the form of like I don't know their entire box and multi stand and you know everything they want. I mean, Tyrell had rocket fuel at the end of last year, but they got it, some of it restricted. So you know, it's been you know some of the toys have been taken away. But you know what I say? I think what Baratheon wants for Christmas is not just rocket fuel, but they need a warp core. We need to go faster than light. You know, <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna we're gonna catch up with our brethren. I agree. So- <laughs> <laughs> can you define what you mean by that please <laughs> so so i think what's the trend that we've been seeing is we've been seeing a lot of um some other factions be getting cards that are just redonk and uh but not only redonk but they are really like robust all by themselves i'm talking like A, uh, like Wyman Manderly. Not only does he uh, have an effect to, like, give you extra cards for losing characters, but he stands himself. And then on top of that, he doesn't even need other cards to get working. He could just be like, oh, I'll just sacrifice a character all by myself. You know? It's kind of like how Mace can just gain power all by himself just by, like, flashing characters in and out. He doesn't need, like, he doesn't need any other cards to get going. But when you do have other cards, like, in that case, Hightower, he just goes, you know, it goes into overdrive. Um, And not only, you know, and then, like, Targaryen, they've got, like, Hisdar and Marine. I mean, seriously, five cards a turn? That's ridiculous. You know, just kneel, draw three cards, and then, like, pitch them to whatever you want. I mean, it's insane. So I think it's Baratheon turns for for some insanity. Um, And I'm thinking, all right. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this. All right. They need some insanity. All right. Some stuff that's like really robust and can like win the game all by themselves. So I'm thinking, like, what if we had, we took Baratheon's core themes, the ones that like we had in the core set that everybody thought were just like, you know, bad experiences and like were worth like, you know, nerfing them into ground and never giving them good cards ever since the core set. I'm thinking we get back to those days. We take those themes and we just like really push them up to, you know, push them to, to 11. So I'm thinking, yeah. like, like, what if you had a Robert Baratheon, right? All right, so let's have a Robert Baratheon. Like, the current Robert Baratheon, he was pretty good in the core set, you know, but if you think about it, he's like, he's, like, seven cost, he's got renown, you know, he's got, like, an undefined amount of strength, you know, often enough it doesn't really matter past, like, you know, seven or eight. And, you know, he can, he can like, kneel a guy, you know, but he can't, like, stand himself like, you know, seven gold Victarion Greyjoy can. He yeah. doesn't, like, just gain power all by himself like, you know, Mace Tyrell. But I'm thinking, what's something he can do that, like, is kind of goes back to the, you know, the Baratheon, like, concept of, like, kneeling and, uh, like, soft control? And mm-hmm. then it hit me. So I'm thinking like uh, six gold for six strength Robert Baratheon that like has renowned intimidate and then here's a neat special ability something that really pushes the theme home and is like really awesome. So like what if he knelt, What if when he knelt something, you know through intimidate, what if that thing never stood up again? <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> well, think about it. I mean, you've got characters at that cost that just like kill something. You know, you've got Greyjoy who's got this warship that can kill some that can like kill a defending character over and over. Well, what if Baratheon just knelt something forever? <laughs> 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 That's
0: Brutally beautiful. Yeah, I mean, think
4: about it. I mean <laughs> other factions, you'll just like use hard control and just take them off the board. But you know, Baratheon soft control, but also you know, you got permanent lockdown. And then you know, so and then you got like Stannis. So the core Stannis, he was all about like you know, I'd love to see how that Bob gets through playtesting. But yeah, I I am very okay. into the broad concept uh, It <laughs> easily get through playtesting. I mean, how did Marine get through playtesting? Oh, <laughs> that's I mean,
1: true. Matt, <laughs> Matt, do you mind if I approach the bench? Oh, yeah, like, sure. I'd like to ask a couple of questions uh, about this Robert Baratheon, if I may. Oh, okay. Um, so this Ro- this Robert Baratheon, which which don't get me wrong, sounds absolutely outstanding. Oh, okay. uh, no pun intended. Um, would you expect if if uh, if a card like that got printed for it to require, let's say, a faction card meal?
4: Fa- well, you know, it'd be like a. Oh wait. Oh I you're 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 trying to trick me into saying put a limit on it. Well where's the limit on Wyman Manderley? Three <laughs> are you kidding me? There is a limit, it's three. Queensguard? It's not even unique. <laughs> also three. It's not even unique. You could have you could Queensguard, you know, left and right and center. You know, I don't wanna hear it. Limits. So
1: so no so no limit on it. So are you saying that it would just be a simple trigger? Just a... Challenges action kneel a character it will not now stand for the rest of the game.
4: I or, figure let's let's, let's not let, you know let's let's keep it to like warp three you know we're not trying to you know break okay. the you know we're not trying to break the the Cochran curve or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> let's just have it be like a reaction to like after he kneels a character you know from intimidation you know oh. so it's like you got to win a challenge you got like a trigger involved. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, that,
1: some, that that reaction would you would you limit that to one per challenge?
4: Well, of course, you can only intimidate one per challenge. That's the limit.
1: Okay, yeah, fair enough. Fair you enough.
4: Know, but if but if you could figure out a way to intimidate multiple things at a challenge, kind of like how a Scouting Vessel lets, you know, that's Euron pillage of... multiple things and, like, trigger multiple times in one turn, then, sure, go for it.
1: That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. The whole, well, if, you know.
4: Yeah, if, if the designers want to print something that, like, lets his ability fire three times at once, psh, that's fine. <laughs> I, can't imagine,
1: I can't imagine them ever doing that, though, Matt, would they?
4: Oh, I don't know. Like, I mean, <laughs> ask the ask the ask the FFG about scouting vessel. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, I mean, you, okay. You, you know my feelings on Mill, but yeah. Oh come on, guys.
4: That ruling is silly. <laughs> it's
1: it, it's a nonsense. But that's that's another two hour episode. I feel.
4: Yeah, that's but you know that's that's the great joys. They already got their Christmas present, exactly. uh, unless you're in the United States. You know, then uh, they're still waiting. All right, then. <laughs> that's true. What do we want for Christmas? The Greyjoy box. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'll, back
1: away from the, I'll back away from the bench. Watch yourself.
4: <laughs> yeah, but um, just you know, take Baratheon's themes and like really update them into you know 2019. Mm. Like I think uh, there's some like Danny really wants to put lots of like multiple stands, multiple stands in a in a in a challenge phase type of stuff. So Baratheon needs like multiple kneels or like. A way to like prevent standing. Like mm-hmm. what if you had a Stannis Baratheon that was like, I don't know, six gold, five strength, power, you know, power and military, and he'd find you know, give him renown finally, you know? And mm-hmm. then uh then maybe what if you had an ability like, you know, that makes everyone play fair? Like you know, that's cause that's what Stannis is all about. He's all about, you know, honor and duty and that. So what if what if this Stannis was like characters or cards, cards. Cards cannot stand outside of the standing phase. Wait, what? <laughs> there you go makes everybody play fair you know let's
0: just, i'm super into that
4: yeah let's just uh you know and let's just kick up a knots let's make everybody play by the rules no drawing outside the draw phase <laughs> you oh, know
1: yeah okay no
4: triggering plots outside the plot phase
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not sure if you're to keep your phases to yourself
4: <laughs> <laughs> keep your phases no 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 cards entering play outside the marshalling phase you know <laughs> stick to the rules yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's really nice i actually like that a lot uh yeah. the the same kind of passive because the, obviously the corset standards has the you can only stand two two around so similar kind of thing but uh um stick stick to your own phases ladies yeah and gentlemen, stick to your phases. own phases,
4: yeah. stick your own yeah. phases. <laughs> and these are just Take the are off the top of my head <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, surely it would ruin surely something like that would ruin reigns of castamir though if it's like you can only we flip plots in the plot face.
4: <laughs> yeah, just nightmares him or something like everyone else. You know, just de- <laughs> hashtag deal with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I quite like, no, I like the standing thing. I like the kind of, I like an alternate version of the Corset version to, yeah. to, to kind of say nothing can stand when it's not allowed to stand.
4: When it's not allowed to stand. Because yeah, that's kind of, because um, in order for the uh, the Neil um, theme to like continue going in 2019, mm. um, there, Baratheon's really going to need some ways to like, you know, stand more. I mean, sorry, yeah. Neil more which yeah. is kind of hard to do, considering how cheap um, Danny has decided to make stand effects and, you know, how easy it is to trigger them. I mean, I agree. yeah, meanwhile, um, like, maybe maybe some sort of, like, stand lock. You know, like, I think cards like Stannis' Cavalry and uh, Dragonstone Castle, they're kind of, like, a good start. You know, Saving towards... The kingdom, what, S- yeah, S- Saving the Kingdom, you know, Dragonstone Castle, Stannis' Cavalry. Mm. These are... Or, like, King Stannis. Mm. Uh, I think these are, like down the right path that Baratheon needs to go, kind of be, like, soft control y So mm. instead of, like, wiping characters off the board, like um, like Targaryen and, like, uh, Greyjoy tend to do, although Greyjoy, you know, less so. Uh, Stark tends to do it, too. Mm. But, like, just have that soft control. You know, it stays on the board, but, you know, you can't use it all the time. Mm. You know, it I mean, just needs, far, needs an update.
1: As far as... I mean, e- even if you... Uh, if you're going back to the Bob that you were talking about where a character can't stand for the rest of the game... Yeah, um, you know, other, other other houses will have ways to 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 kind of either get around that, or you know, if you if you if you're playing against Stark and you make a character that can't stand for the rest of the game, well, Wyman will just sacrifice it. Come yeah, exactly. On. They'll Skuggles, figure out. Oh, the- Skuggles, yeah, they'll- they'll
4: figure out ways, but the, yeah. it, but it means it's not. They can't just like you know discard a card to Queensguard, Guard, or just, like, yeah. you know, play in Daznak's Pit or something and just, like, solve the whole problem. You know, oh, that would be pit. funny,
1: yeah, because Daznak's Pit wouldn't work. Jesus. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, it would work. just wouldn't work on that character. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That would stand up. Nice. Yeah. I think it's, like, is also, like, you know, ever ever since, you know, cycle one, they've had a real, like, efficiency problem with, um like, cost-to-strength ratios. Sure. You know, that and, like, just efficiency of abilities. I mean, um like, take a look at Fiery Followers. Yeah. Then take a look at Vince. It's like like really this is the same game, you know, these you two leave cards. Vince out of this. He's a lovely man. Okay, uh Drum God Faithful or Drum God Fanatic. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, it's, I mean seriously, look <laughs> at these two cards. Like can you believe they're in the same game? Or like the spoiled Allison Mormont. It's like really she gets like stealth and doesn't attack you know, doesn't doesn't have to kneel to attack, you know, just by having a pulse. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, it's probably. like Yep. That's that's why I'm thinking. One thing they could really do, just in like really a really elegant, and quick solution to you know a lot of Baratheon's problems, they just they could just reprint the uh, the Baratheon um, house card, you know. But the house card, just give it an ability, like you know, <laughs> and the ability can be, you know, just to start simple, the ability just just to have the ability be all your Baratheon characters gain plus one strength. What do you know, now you, now you have cards that are like efficient. You know, like fiery followers are three strength and uh, you know like your um what's it your bastards in hiding, you know, aren't like worse than than what's it, House Dane Escorts, you know, yeah. like yeah, stuff like that.
0: It's, <laughs> it's quite interesting that uh, Lannister and First Edition were the Neil House mm-hmm. and they had loads of better Neil effects than Barra. Yeah.
4: Um
0: but obviously. But um they had the draw and the gold. But they also had a very like they had a cost of strength deficiency. And they didn't have that many really powerful, unique characters. Okay, a lot, you know, a lot of your deck was made up of chuds and like one of boring uniques, that kind of thing.
4: Yeah, the, um, the difference was, but it Neal didn't was matter good.
0: because you had the good kneel, yeah. you had the gold and the draw to fight through it. Yeah. And while Barra had the draw in the first core to begin with, they never had the gold. But it, you could see where they're kinda of going with the similar kind of things like right, they've got good draw... They've got um, Neil, but unlike Lannister, they also have the power icon kind of yeah. stuff, and they've got dominance, so they don't need so much more because they've got the power gain that Lannister never had.
4: Well, um, you're talking the present sense.
0: it's just that uh, <laughs> the problem was from the beginning of Cycle One, it went tits up.
4: Yeah, <laughs>
0: so yeah, you can like, kind of see where the design philosophy was because they were kind of like, right, previously one of the consistently best houses had low, had Neil, had. Low cost to strength ratio. Mm.
4: Yeah, the, and well, now that was like in the past yeah. tense though. I mean, I mean, some of the, that's really worth noting is that Danny, the, the lead designer, he never played first edition, so some of this wisdom may never have entered his brain. Mm. <laughs> you mm. know, and I and I I think uh you know we you know you guys like we make assumptions about what houses and cards should be based on you know what came before and what experience would tell us, but that's not true in Danny's head because he never he was never there. Yeah. You know, to you're
0: like, fired. Get off the show.
4: Oh, but I'm just...
5: <laughs> you do
0: not question the received first edition wisdom. <laughs> the
4: well, if you guys have like, you know, if you guys have like uh you know, intergalactic tunnel to Danny's brain, I suggest you use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like what Baratheon needs, I think is, you know, I think Baratheon had like a really good, nice, coherent core, you know, back in the corset, it was, and that's part of why I really um, was drawn to him at the beginning. I liked how Robert and Stannis and Melisandra, but even, and not only that, but the little ones, like the fiery followers. I really liked the, how they all like work together. Um, mm-hmm. I liked how Stannis, uh, what's it, Ser Davos Seaworth, even though he would he would be knelt from, you know, he would be continuously knelt due to your own Stannis Baratheon. You could like bring him back to your hand and play him again standing. You know, I liked how. Um, Shireen Baratheon would still work, you know, even though she, you know, even though she was kneeling under your own Stannis. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how Lightbringer, you know, really fit in, um, you know, because it's like, hey, we're, you know, I'm trying to suppress the board with my Stannis Baratheon and kneeling, but oh, here's a way I can, you know, stand my guy back up. Um, same with ours is the Fury, you know, mm-hmm. even though I'm kneeling, I'm still in the game. Um, I don't know, just something happened ever since the court. I think a lot of people complained. <laughs>
1: It was. I mean, it was arguably. It was arguably the the deck of the core set that showed a certain amount of intelligence and synergy.
4: was yeah, Well, it was, was a house to. like it and Targaryen were the two houses that kind of had a really coherent core. Yep. Yeah, and you know it just. I guess Danny just didn't really have, like, a vision for Baratheon, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you can kind of tell, because there's, like, a lot of cards that have come out in the chapter packs that were like, what the heck were you thinking, glamour? Like, what, <laughs> like, how does it fit any theme at all, you know, that Baratheon has? <laughs> <You know? laughs> or, like, that six gold smuggler stealth that pillages a card but doesn't pillage, but hey, steals hey, it. Hey, 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 ease off, ease off the Lydian's crew. I'm not saying it's bad, I'm we just, saying,
0: love
1: it's, I'm just crew. saying it's
4: weird, you know? Yeah, and then, I, know like, I agree, I agree. Yeah, and like, and then it goes all the way back to the beginning, like, um, what's it, Visited by Shadows? What the hell is that? Since when was Baratheon in the business of strength reduction, you know? And what does it even Since, do? Uh, like... Kingswood or Kingswood Trail or whatever it's called? Yeah, yeah well, there Kingswood. was Kingswood. I mean, Kingswood was yeah. kind of going somewhere with like, when you had seven gold King Stannis, like, there was something yeah. that was getting started there, but, you know, it never really went anywhere. You know, just like I thought how um, Baratheon was going to get some sort of, like, challenge cancellation theme, like when they introduced, um, what's it, uh, uh, In the Name of Your King and uh, The King's Peace, like, I thought, okay, well, these, these two, they're, they're just two cards, but, you know, if you take those and you add them with other challenge control cards, like, we might be able to get somewhere. That never really panned out. Um true. True. Yeah, so, you know, like I was saying, go back to the initial themes, and... Um, Forget dominance because Greyjoy kind of pillaged that from Baratheon, so like don't even you know bother trying with that anymore. <laughs> Just update them with some you know warp drives in order to uh, you know bring things into into 2019. That's all they really need.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So so that's 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 all they want for Christmas. They want to summarize a six-cost Robert Baratheon that stands things for the whole game. That's the new things for the whole game. A six-cost <laughs> Stannis. <laughs> that uh, forces people to play by the rules within the rules. Play own fair. Now, what?
4: Yeah, no, yeah, this this is only the start, man. Like, what if you had a, a Davos Seaworth that could cheat um, cheat smugglers into play? That would actually make the smugglers theme work. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? wildlings <laughs> get to do it. You know, there was a there was a Davos there
1: was a there was a Davos Seaworth in First Ed, uh, whose main. I mean, he was a naval character, etc. But his his passive ability was that um, knelt smugglers would count their strength for dominance.
4: Okay, so they're contributing to yeah, yeah. they're still contributing yeah. even while Nelt. because and
1: there was a light kind of smuggler theme in first ed mm-hmm. uh, with these things. There was a character that gave all smugglers stealth in a okay. similar, you know in a similar way to the the new Asha gives all the armborne stealth. They yeah. gave all the smuggler stealth. Uh, none of the smugglers had power icons. They kind of carried that through. That kind of makes mm-hmm. sense. Um and maybe you know maybe the smugglers thing is gonna get developed on in the new year. I kind of I kind of hope so.
4: Yeah, like maybe a new version of Solid or San that like mm. was would be like the Val for smugglers. Mm. You know, or like the Mance Raider for smugglers. Oh, speaking of, we need a Baratheon Mance Raider to reflect what he's up to in in book five. You no, know, mm-hmm. This But Mance B- raider that could be baratheon's wyman Manderly, you know or like baratheon's um his dar like a six gold character that you've never seen before so it doesn't clash with any of your existing uniques that's just like amazing mm-hmm. you
1: know in a in a similar way i imagine we'll get <clears throat> as we did in first ed uh a knight's watch themed stannis
4: okay that'd be cool well i think they already did that with king king at the wall
1: right yeah of. okay yeah i guess so um they they, they printed again they printed one of first ed which simply it, all it said on it was nice watch characters get plus one strength so okay. so you i think that was it wasn't it uh okay. i think it was it was a four cost stannis and it was about five or six stannises in, in, in first ed but it just gave all your nights because of course in first ed night's watch were all neutral
4: Oh, that makes sense. You didn't have
1: the banner or play out of house or anything like that. All the Wildlings and Night's Watch were neutral cards. Mm -hmm. So you ran – there were a couple of reasonably successful kind of Baratheon uh, Baratheon Night's uh, Watch-based decks that were based around either stewards or rangers. I think stewards mainly. And uh, Stannis just boosted all the Night's Watch. So I would imagine there's maybe something coming that's probably a little bit more directly Night's Watch, Night's Watch focused. Well, in this I, same- I,
4: I hope not. Baratheon needs to focus on Baratheon, not on other houses. No, I agree. You know, for a little while. I mean, yeah. we got we had King at the Wall, but what do you need? You need a false banner to get that thing to work. Jeez yeah, that's words.
1: true. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it's not ideal. Yeah. It's
4: not ideal. So, you know, just, you know, kick up the power level because sticking to existing Baratheon power level is just not going to cut it you know that's how we get things like king's blood hatch <laughs> face and, and all, and all uh, don't knock
1: don't knock the king's blood you're in the wrong place to knock the king's blood mate
4: oh yeah maybe there was a first edition, edition first edition version of it that was actually good no 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 i'm talking about the second edition but but
1: okay. anyway we, we, we can we could talk about that for another half an hour <laughs> so so you're so you're looking forward to uh a, a more optimistic 2019 when it comes to battle, right?
4: I think I, I think I think so because you know there's nowhere to go but up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, very it can't true. get any worse. You know? very true. Yeah. No, no, really, it can't get any worse. We've been in last place since like over a year now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it can't. Don't to. cry. It's Christmas. It is. Yeah, we're trying to be
1: optimistic, and we're trying. Yeah, to that's right. It.
4: I'm trying to be optimistic. I've been watching Home Alone. You know, you know, nice Christmas tradition. Everything's going great.
1: <laughs> exactly. I look forward to I look forward to uh whatever happens to Bara. it being as you say, it can only be better in the new year. Yeah. Nice. Fantastic. <laughs> Cheers, Matt.
4: Oh yeah, thanks thanks for uh thanks for riling me up. I was feeling a little <laughs> feeling a little down there. Now I'm all, like energetic. Maybe I should get on get on Iron Throne and like get bashed in by Greyjoy Sea of Blood for another two hours. No, mm. oh, no it's bad. Christmas. I mean uh, that was giving Greyjoy a present.
1: <laughs> want to go on and play pretend you're a beginner on the Iron Throne and thrash some newbies. <laughs> uh, with a with a core set of fealty deck.
4: Oh that'd be awesome. <laughs> go on. That'd the be great. great. That'd be set up for Lee Bottom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not even good in that deck. so no, it
1: really isn't. No, it really isn't. Uh, brilliant. Thanks, Matt. That's uh that's that's above and beyond the Call of Duty.
4: Oh. Okay. Well, uh, you know, Merry Christmas, everybody. Good luck with the rest of the episode. And, uh, you know, go Stags.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Matt. Catch you soon. Right, Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Uh, okay, third up, we have uh, Mr. Jack Machen, who has joined us a few times before in the past. So, uh,
6: Mache, Hello. what does Lannister want for Christmas? Uh, what do the Lannisters want for Christmas? Uh, I think they'd like their faction themes back from Martell and Baratheon. Uh, that's, that, that's my, like, I really feel that Lannister haven't really got a unifying thing bringing them together at the minute. So it's like hand destruction, but also there's loads of draw in the game. And so there's just, I think what they really want for Christmas is a new big box. Now that they're at the bottom of the pile, they can have some cards that are over the curve compared to the you know, unplayable shit that we got in the uh, in the the main uh, Lines of the Rock big box. So a new deluxe box and a designer who likes Lannister, I think, oh. is what we need.
1: A revolutionary Mache. Christmas, that would be.
0: Yeah. Mate. <laughs> uh, firstly, Nate French's favourite house was Lannister. Ooh. Secondly, Pillage Tywin is the best card in the game, so you're fired. <laughs> Please leave the cast. <laughs>
6: Yeah, all right. Pillage Tywin's fine in th- that gimmicky deck. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> Those are fighting words. <laughs> now, I am looking forward to now that there's that crazy ruling about um the the triple pillage. Yeah, that that is you know Insan- it's absolute insanity, isn't it? it? It isn't absolute insanity, and with the Tywin and the and the mountain, that could be fun. Mm.
0: Uh, you can't
6: um, you can't trigger Tywin off the
1: can't trigger Tywin. Off the boat. No, because it's only if it's one card with Tywin. Yeah, and you're discarding three
0: cards. What a load of bullshit. Oh well, but but instead of discarding the best of one card, you discard three
6: cards. Yeah. Sorry, the best of two cards. You discard all three. So so
0: that, yeah. it's kind of moot. Mm-hmm.
6: But <laughs> again, that's a Greyjoy card making Lannister good. There aren't actually Lannister cards making Lannister good, mm. which is a real shame, especially when. Is rotation coming soon? I feel like rotation's coming soon. Beginning of cycle eight. Yeah. We are about to start cycle six. So no. <laughs> Some point. So
0: in a the... year, if ev- a year from when stuff starts, yeah. If nothing, if there's no delays after that, and we we'll
6: lose the hound and the yeah. mountain, and there won't be any Lannister cards worth playing from the cycles. Losing losing the hound until is you tough. get to gold mine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: L- losing the hound is really tough I because th- Lanny was was kind of the strongest house after that first cycle, right? Pretty much. Lanny was winning everything. Lanny Dragon and all that was kind of first cycle going into second. And, uh, yeah, losing the Hound is is tough. There isn't a Lanny deck, you know, that doesn't run the Hound. (laughs) Simple as that. So,
6: yeah, it's rough. So what could they have for Christmas instead? What What would be in this box? What would be in this box? Um, I don't know. I I quite like... um if i just talk about some of my favorite uh, lannister cards from first edition i like pentoshi manor that would be good mm-hmm. uh have maybe have lannister a new theme of like taking away keywords or something uh maybe we could have uh what what else was the pentoshi manor we could have a golden tooth mine draw some cards uh the, the, that would, the Golden Tooth Mine would fit in particularly well with uh, Reigns of Castamon, oh, which
0: of course should be better out of Lannister than every other house. So be. yeah,
6: um, Sorry, my yeah. cat. Is, is that Jeff? That Jeff. Is Jeff.
0: Yeah, it's just coming. Which Jeff?
6: That's three-legged
0: Jeff. Uh, okay, hi three-legged Jeff. Hi Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> Merry Christmas Jeff. For those who don't know, mate
6: has two cats called Jeff. Yes. Called Jeff. <laughs> yeah, well, You've made sort it onto big... the podcast you big idiot. What yeah. <laughs>
1: happened? Uh, First cat on the cast?
6: Uh, nah, Morgan's uh, been on yeah, before, Archie right? Morgan. And Asher probably. Oh okay then. Third
1: cat on the cast. Never
0: mind.
6: Yeah. Um what else could we have? Oh the Stand Any Phase Jamie. I loved Stand Any Phase Jamie. Oh yeah. He was great. Uh some more characters with renown would be nice. Uh yeah, just just interesting cards that aren't um uh, like two strength monocons that cost three and do nothing.
1: so if if um so we've had we've we've had a couple of Tywins and we've had we're on our third cersei i think yeah uh we've still only had two jamies and i would bear in mind that jamie is a kind of permanent fixture through all the books so far uh what would you what would you want a new jamie to look like outside of being the old standing one obviously
6: I would like a uh, Jamie post, you know, hand locked off. Mm. So a Jamie who isn't very good at military challenges mm. uh, and maybe has some a nice bit of flavor. Like if he's, he's, so he's intrigued power, but if you control ill and pain, he gains a military icon. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. So sort of, nice. Yeah. Uh, Renown and then something, uh, m- maybe Renown and... Intimidate. I don't know. You know, just some good keywords. Uh, maybe that's a bit bland. So, but just uh, an interesting Jamie that isn't all about military challenges because his role kind of changes.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that. Yeah, I think that like goes I, I think giving him intimidate is probably a push because it's probably the least intimidating <laughs> yeah, Jamie in it
0: the is. books. <laughs> But in fairness, he, is, he still has that air of... Well, he's still got his confidence True. that yeah. like, exudes confidence. And people are still scared of him. And, you know, he challenges people and they're just like, well, it's still Jamie Lannister.
1: Conditional intimidate, then.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, during military challenges, intimidate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, surely... Yeah. We, well, what about...
6: Then Then what about another Bronn? Another Bronn would be good, yeah. Another... I do like the one-cost Uh Maybe reverse deadly Bronn. That, that would be def- nice. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's a great call, actually. Yeah. Oh, do you know what theme we could have coming back? We could have, we could get some ally hate. That would be good. So we could have, they could do oh, Arizona yes. again, but doing properly. The Lions Gate and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh-huh. um, uh, is it Penny? No, what was the one who gained the is copycat campfire Mine. Uh, oh Oh, campfire (laughs) mime what a card what a card and that's pretty niche so do you want (laughs) to do you want to tell people what campfire mime did um, campfire mime gained the traits of every other character in play was it yep yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) which is insane
1: actually in second ed because it would become a king um it it would be really good to yeah every other character that you've got in play right <clears throat> Not yeah. every character in play, but every character you've got in play. And it was only it was like a shitty two cost um non-unique if I remember right. <clears throat> um so it was it was pure jank as a lot of jank in first ed was trait based because nightmares used to take traits off cards and uh things like Lionsgate would give a random trait to cards and uh and yeah, all 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 of that shenanigans. But but yeah, fucking about with traits is actually something that the game hasn't allowed to happen. Purely, I think, because of the crazy jank that that that, that comes about because of that. So, yeah. so yeah, I'll be right off a campfire of mine.
6: And uh, bringing back a house divided. That that while we while we're bringing back this trait manipulation for Lannister, a house divided <laughs> was a great card. Uh, yeah, true. Again, I think it was after a character enters play. If there's another character with the same trait. Bounce the character back onto the top of its owner's deck. Which yeah. bounce a character with that trait.
0: To yeah. You know? so, so you can play, if you have a lord, you can play a lord, play it, and then bounce their lord. Uh-huh.
1: Or oh. bounce your own, even, you know, the, the, whatever. The top own. of the deck, was it? Top of the deck,
6: I think. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'd like from Lannister. What I don't want to see from Lannister ever again is like a three cost intrigue icon <laughs> that says, it's like, Ally and spy, and it says uh, when this character enters play, kneel a character with power to return it to its to return it to your hand. <laughs> uh, and it's like, oh, this is this is shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Or in fact, the the wealth
1: of intrigue monocons that Lannister just keeps coming out with that have limited uh, appeal and limited effect unless it's in the right deck.
6: Yeah, and really? speaking. Of limited, this is another thing. Errata, mm. the corset, so that the Bulbasaur is non limited. <laughs> you... Yeah, that was a travesty, straight up. Do you yeah. mean the character with the gold on it?
1: Yes. Right, I got you, just checking. Not getting yeah. the Pokemon reference, but yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah so, and then. Uh, no, in fairness, was he an Ivysaur?
6: I think he was an Ivysaur. He might be an Ivysaur, yeah. And anyway, so we'll, him. we'll bring errata to the core set, obviously, because that's that is the big the big problem with second edition is that there's an unplayable card in the Lannister corset. Uh, so we get <laughs> we get rid of the limited keyword on the Bulbasaur, and then also in the next cycle or so, actually not in the, in the next box, which is probably going to be Targaryen, our two Lannister cards are the Squirtle and the Charmander as well. And I think Lannister are happy then. More Pokemon. He is an Ivysaur, for reference. He is an Ivysaur. Yeah, more Pokemon. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to explain the joke, because if you don't get it, read (laughs) my (laughs) blog from about four years ago. (laughs) We'll put a link to your blog when we post the episode. (laughs) Honestly,
0: if you haven't read it before, Mace's blog in its entirety is well worth reading. Uh, There's a lot of references to nonsense first edition jokes that we live in talking about for years, that you'll finally go, oh, that's what they were talking about. (laughs) If only we still had the link to uh, Sam's blog, where he talks about the right answer and then we'll be
6: complete. (laughs) How insensitive of it was him to stop paying the hosting on that site, (laughs) (laughs) Like It was an affront to (laughs) thrones. Oh, man. All right, yeah, sounds good. Sounds unlikely, but sounds good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's what's on my Lannister Christmas list. Some some good cards, a new big box, and more Pokemon.
1: Sounds
6: good. Nice. <laughs> Seems good. I approve. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us, no mate. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thanks
0: very Merry much. Christmas.
6: Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. Okay, next up we're joined by some Stark loyalists. Uh, <laughs> we did put the court... We did put the call out on our Facebook page for some Stark and Greyjoy loyalists earlier and we didn't get any volunteers in time, so Tony went upstairs to find people who were known for playing Stark. Would you like to introduce yourselves?
7: I am uh, Mrs. <laughs> um, That's all I'm known by, so... And you are? You you were. No, no, um, um, uh, I, was? I was a Stark loyalist um, in first edition frame, uh, and I... I dabble with with Stark these days still. Um, I do quite like the sacrifice stuff. Yeah. And I'm Costas. It's a
8: mononym like Madonna. <laughs> uh,
7: <laughs> um, yeah. I'm Seamless Ho. As far as scratcher go, but hey, i will have to do. Yeah. <laughs> you've played quite a lot of Stark, and also you've coached me on my like some of my Stark melee decks. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. And and played Stark at nationals this year.
1: And yeah. And made top four at Nationals with Stark. So, you know, that's that's as good as we're gonna get at ten o'clock on the twenty third of December, as it is. <laughs> so
7: Yeah, scrapers out the gutter will
0: do. Indeed. In fairness, Helen, couldn't most of Costas's like criticisms for your decks be applied to any of your decks, whether they're Stark or not? Well, I.e., cut the nonsense. <laughs> it's Christmas, um, Dave. Don't give her such a
8: hard time. It,
7: it, it, <laughs> it is traditional for whatever I build for Costas to say it is terrible.
8: Te- <laughs> it is also, it's also <laughs> traditional to say that no, it cannot be ninety cards. <laughs> That that does make sense
7: Okay, this is not what I signed up for
0: (laughs) Okay, what you did sign up for is What would Stark like for Christmas?
7: Okay, so first up Northern Patriarch (sighs) No, fuck you, (laughs) that is not
0: cricket You are so fired from this podcast I don't know if Tony put you up to this But that is not appropriate You
1: you totally took the bait
0: there, Dave That was Ben That doesn't Completely shocked me, but I'm I'm angry. I'm gonna have another Bailey's. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not surpri- I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised.
1: What's the uh, what's the other Stark? Uh, I mean, you're you are uh, naturally harking back to first edition and going, well, yeah, sec- yeah, What second dead needs is some first
7: dead cards." And, and, but, and to be fair, apologies to, to second dead players, but um, but it, it's an easy place to go to for like, okay, what what doesn't it have? Because if I if I hop back and I think. Stalwart? I mean, that, that's no. <laughs> yeah, Stark doesn't need, want or need Stalwart for Christmas. <laughs> um, for, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, Stalwart
0: was...
1: Stalwart uh,
7: is
0: the socks of Christmas. It,
7: it was the worst keyword. Keyword? Keyword, Keyword, that's a thing. Um, it was reason. given to <laughs> was given to Stark, which was that a if a card was played with Stalwart and it was killed, it would go to the top of your deck. Which was much more burdened than than gain. Yeah. Um. With with one or two exceptions, and uh, and it was mandatory, right? Yeah, it was not yeah. a choice. Like yeah. other, almost, I think every other keyword was good or a choice.
1: I think they were all they were all mandatory, but they were also all much better. <laughs>
0: so. No, no, almost all of them were a choice. Oh, is that right? The yeah, fact, yeah. except intimidate, all the faction keywords were a choice. No, I mean in first aid, they were all they were all mandatory, right? No. 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 Exactly. No. Um, Vengeful and vigilant were a choice. Oh, okay, yeah, that was. Infamy a, was a yeah. choice, but intimidate was not. So, Obviously, ambush was a choice because you weren't just forced to play the cost so of was, any ambush cards in your hand. Well, yeah.
7: stalwart it but, was yeah. arguably terrible um, to have it be mandatory because you'd ha- you'd kill some stalwart chud and it would go to the top of your deck, and then the other person would know that you had a piece of shit on the top of your deck. Uh-huh. Um, and as, you know, especially good against uh, great joy mill, but um, uh-huh. but yeah, it was it was. It was Terrible, mm. and there was a lot of really weird stalwart cards that I tried a lot to make them work, and and with with best endeavours remained the,
1: terrible. What was the winter event? What was that weird event that meant that you had you played everything off the bottom of your deck instead? Yeah, I, secret hideout. That, well, I, yeah, that was a secret I, hideout.
0: I only know that because I had to look it up a couple of weeks ago. Like I don't just have encyclopedic knowledge of knowledge of
8: a bad stalwart event.
7: Well, yes okay, so the, the event was stalwart, which is arguably something you don't want to do it again sure.
8: um
7: and it didn't wasn't supported by pretty much anything there weren't cards that put things to the bottom of your deck in a good way so it was just put this shit card on top of your deck don't draw anything that you need and look at the top the bottom of your deck to find something else you don't need
0: well, it stops you drawing other bad Star Wars cards i guess it does but you have to, really, <laughs> you, have to play, you have to draw and play the event
1: to begin with so yeah yeah. <laughs> so we've established, okay, so established that that's not what they want for Christmas.
7: I mean, it depends what sort of mood I'm in, but the uh, uh, no, apart from Northern Patriarch. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. <laughs> I was waiting. To, that was that was a pregnant pause. But um, um, can we have Dennis the Wolf? That was neutral, wasn't was it? it? Yeah, but that was a neutral restart.
1: card. It's a champion card.
7: Um, I'd like Den of the Wolf. Um, I'd like more jank, like just more weird shit. Like, I don't know. So, so you want, Stark want weird shit for Christmas. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, obviously I want plot rotation, but that's never going to happen. Yeah.
1: I mean, you obviously want two cost brand.
7: Well, I don't really care if it's brand. To be honest, my allegiance was not to brand so much as a cheap we've got a framed picture of Bran in our kitchen. Your allegiance was to Bran Stark. Okay, okay. I tried to get you a
0: jigsaw puzzle with Bran on, but it wasn't plausible.
7: <laughs> what, eight months after the Secret Santa? No.
0: no, 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 that was before the Secret Santa. The jigsaw puzzle failed, oh, and okay. that's why the other present was late. Okay. <laughs> so what? In, so, so that, from the point of view of
7: second air, do you want some
1: more janky Stark stuff?
7: Personally, yeah. I think that Stark is... For me, one of the reasons I've actually gone off Stark a bit is because it feels uh, quite prescriptive. Would you, counterpoint
1: Helen, would you not consider that Skagos is potentially in the right direction for
7: some some Um, more janky type stuff? And and so, but there's not enough like Jojans or weird, I don't know, it's... Like, more storytellers that's what I want for Christmas <laughs> more storytellers yeah I yes, want another better. version of Old Man.
8: See, yeah. Skagos <laughs> is a bit like bullshitty. Yeah. you can do you can certainly do things but it's not janky it's, it's a, just yeah. super good it's remarkably yeah. effective
1: to be jank yeah. so
8: like from from the perspective of the more more like competitive side of things yeah. they've got awesome keywords they've got card draw they've got stand yeah what do they need? Yeah. They need some better more e- bullshit. Better economy, and they... they yeah. Better, oh, better economy? I mean, they're no quarter. quarter, right? No quarter.
1: They, yeah, they, go, they want no quarter for Christmas. Fucking hell.
0: Oof. No. No. It's less triggering than uh, Northern Patriarch, but I'm still going to have to fire you. <laughs> <laughs> and nope. i fired every guest so far, <laughs> with the exception of Matt Slade. I think, so, uh,
7: uh, I think it'd be nice to have stuff that was... We, 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 um, we talked about this briefly when... Um, Tony gave us a heads up that we might be required. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, but one thing would be uh, winter stuff. More winter stuff. Yeah. Well, no, but again. Well, jankier to... winter stuff, but okay. like like so, the agenda, the winter agenda is terrible and and has always been terrible, really. Mm. Um, when it
1: came out, I guess it all
7: it, it so, was so so all of five minutes. Much. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was good for like five minutes in Lannister with
0: Cersei and tribe icon yeah, 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 yeah okay.
7: and that's about it. And oh. so it'd be quite nice to sort of encourage, uh, you know, a different theme. So it's either sensible cards that are good and effective, which is you know fine. I hear They've people, got tons of them. I hear I hear people like them. Um, <laughs> but uh and but the sacrifice thing is fairly well established so it's not that interesting to me as it is it
8: was. I have like super janky things like if it's winter and you've got shadows you get extra gold all that st- stupid lame thing they got at the end of second ed- or first ed where if you had fewer guys you had locations that did like weird things that you didn't actually need most of the time
0: Oh, like the children's tower. Yeah. The
8: children's yeah. tower
1: was a fundamental part of your brand deck, if I remember it
7: was,
0: right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> was that the draw one? It was, if you had fewer characters in the dominance phase, you could draw a card. Yeah, there was one that gave you more gold
8: as well. There, but was it, the there wasn't much color. draw in, it, in it, was, it was at the same time as Bloodthirst. Yeah. yeah.
7: <laughs> <laughs> um, That's in fact, point. on that, actually, the uh, I guess the the river things... You want River plots? Uh, no, but the uh, sorry, not River things. The um, the Aaron stuff, Moondor and shit. Like that would be quite interesting to see. Mm. What well, out of Stark? Yep. Why would it be in Stark? Because it's, it's practically th- fucking Tully, isn't it? <laughs> link Stark.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Tully. And like, if you're going to link John Aaron to a faction, there's only two that you can really go in. I then. guess. A, yeah, I'll link a, you know, plus Lysa, that makes it more Stark than Baron. Yeah,
1: like a, as Gus was just saying, like Aliana Stark, maybe what would a leanna Stark do? You know, she was neutral, obviously, first there because she was an, but she was a Stark.
7: I'd like more theme. I want more deep melancholy. <coughs> I, want, I, want, I, want, I want ghosts of the Godswoods drifting around. On a card that just says, oof. That's what I want. I'm on a...
8: And the pack is black with no title. Yeah. yeah. I, want, I know what I want. I want more locations with... Them with the uh, word Winterfell in them, because there's simply not enough that look like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> the same tree. Winterfell. Yeah.
1: From the other side of the... T- yeah, that's the... Uh, the Greyjoy's having that okay, so, problem so with all the boats.
7: Essentially, you want a, a, a booster arboretum pack.
1: You want, uh, you want another... Artist, <laughs> you want an artist who hasn't yet drawn a tree for Stark to draw a tree for Stark. Yeah, yeah, so sure. every, every current working artist... Who has a contract with FFG to to draw cards? They should all get to draw Winterfell heart tree, and that will be plumped on a location so that nobody can tell the difference from the other side of the table. While yeah, as up.
8: long as they all name it like Winterfell or something or other. Yeah, I assumed that was the audition
0: process, and that we're just waiting for them to release the Magali tree. Yeah,
8: yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like you want to draw for FFG? Yes. Give us a tree, <laughs> and then someone with pretty hair. Yeah.
1: Oh, she does do hair very well. <laughs> so we want more Winterfell, Heart, Grove, Tree, Crypts, Grove, Trees. Forests. Forest. Oh, Forest. Or depressed in front of the
7: statue. Or, yeah, okay. Or like sad note.
1: Deep, cold, melancholy. Yeah. Two-cost location.
7: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
8: <laughs> you know, nothing happens. Yeah. A version of edit uh, that we can call like emo edit.
7: Yeah, we need an emo ed. Yeah, I'd like a keyword, ennui. Ennui? <laughs> What would that do, Ellen? Nothing, <laughs> nothing obviously. It's just a thing. Well, no, no, no. it, it would basically be
8: a reprint of stalwart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or we returns to the deck. Well, <laughs> and, well, if you re, if you the keyword that did nothing,
7: no, okay, no, okay, not nothing. Then Martel uh,
1: could nick it with a deceit type card, where you could swap <laughs> a good keyword for a shit <laughs> keyword that does nothing. But
7: okay. uh what about um, existential crisis? Where you just look through your deck and then put it back.
1: <laughs> in, case, in case you forgot, look for your deck for an answer. If you you know, as yeah. you, you will not find an answer, shuffle your deck. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, sigh. Like
7: that Stark one ennui for Christmas. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Oh, oh. I don't know. I, I do want another old man. Um, okay. Let's have a storyteller thing. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to get going the whole like, old man fish whiskers romance that I do, that I tried to start and no one went for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it, Helen.
0: I'm super into yeah, it. Cause it's, <laughs> I, lo- I love fish whiskers. And if he can find happiness, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to battle for that. Yeah,
7: I think that... I uh, Her... Talking about his whiskery chin while collecting her tears into a tiny bottle, and when she's got enough bottle, she'll have an ocean and then she'll sail and find him. Ennui.
0: <laughs> You've really been into your old nan, huh? <laughs> She's also been into the red wine, but let's not. <laughs> it's mostly fan fiction by this point. <laughs>
7: yeah, extremely yeah.
0: yeah. so graphic. Fan... <laughs> Scotland is ridiculously prolific for old nan fan fiction. Yeah, well, we do ennui we quite well. Yeah.
1: Well. <laughs> yeah. um, but then Old Man and Fish Whiskers work grand together right when her, when a unopposed blah blah
7: oh, well, that's that's grand that's no, was a, a functioning there was, thing there was a reason why I wanted them to couple yeah <laughs> they do oh. <laughs> well yeah synergy is a good thing in a couple but at right? the same
1: time you're wanting Stark to be made better by a Greyjoy card <sighs> I think uh, Stark don't want Greyjoy
0: for Christmas
7: Prince me mean, can we have that back
0: that's Feast for Crows, mate. Already got it. Yeah, it kind of is.
7: Yeah, but also Minstrel's Muse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the art's way more fun. Yeah, and it's got much better... With that fat chap that's just having a great chat, been- great time. We need more banjos. Oh, yeah. Well, you yeah, because there is, of course, the Thrones band that is slowly being yeah, assembled yeah. through all the
1: guards and the minstrels and, the, and the, the, the drummers and the guitarists and the, and the like you're not having the Minstrel's Muse, you can't have the Minstrel's Muse for Christmas, if I remember right, the Minstrel's Muse wasn't it only awarded to Stark after like a competition or something? Wasn't
2: Correct.
0: It? There was a
1: contest or something the Minstrel's Muse was printed. Yeah, it was like a, uh, a Trident-esque competition. Yeah, and it, it only a went to Stark, like could have gone to any house at all, but it went to Stark after they won somebody
0: against it. So yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, no, how like... I mean, don't feel you have to try, it's fine. The...
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's it's interesting that if you search for the Minstrel's Muse on, uh, on Google, because I wanted to see uh, the, the chap, like, fall in love with that wolf all over <laughs> yeah. again. Um But it comes up with a Tywin Lannister, really? who was a five-for-five five Tricon, House Lanny-only lord, to influence. While you are not running an agenda, Tywin gains, while Tywin is standing, characters and locations do not stand during the standing phase. That's CCG card. Yeah. Yeah, ah. and he had a noble crest. Um, it's he came up for the same reason as the Minstrel's Muse, in that they did the event for the Minstrel's Muse to see which house would do right. but there was also an event to see whether a Tywin would, would be reprinted or not. Oh, and people voted that Tywin would not be reprinted, and so he never was. Yeah, and so we got the Minstrel's
2: Muse
0: instead. Ah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's the same event, but yeah, that was another vote. Ah,
1: nice. Okay, so I mean, the the to to summarize.
0: Stark <laughs> seems pretty good. And there isn't much that the real wants for Christmas apart from misery. Oh, no. hold on. Yeah, it was. It was there, there were four votes in this event. Let's just go back to this event, sorry. Sorry. Uh, So the first one was Tywin. Shall we reprint him? Which one? No, obviously. The next one was uh, which crest should get more support Noble, War, Holy, Learned, or Shadows? Uh. Don't know which one, obviously. Uh, which legendary character should be printed? Uh. Uh, which is interesting because it's Bran the Builder. Uh. Lam the Clever, Balerian, and the Laughing Storm. Well, two of them got printed didn't and, they, sir? So. Yeah, but one's a champ card, so presumably the Balerian yeah. got printed. But only one. Uh, and then the last one is which house should get the Minstrel's Muse. Mm, okay.
1: Yeah. Was, and then uh, shut yeah. all
0: those contests down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go, so we know the verdict of three, but the other one who cares? Yeah. Anyway, Sorry. Carry on with your nonsense Thanks very much Rude. No, all, all I was saying was that, that in, it, to, to summarise, Stark
1: seems pretty good Everything seems pretty efficient and pretty effective It's not janky enough for you Correct. Maybe yeah. There's maybe not enough economy in it for you And b- But but
7: no no, no. You know, That's, got to have some Fundamentally, it's, there's absolutely not enough jank Stark seems
8: like they've been very, very naughty And they should get coal for Christmas mm. Okay, coal is <laughs> I agree
7: I, I agree as well. If we like, say oh,
0: no. they should get some efficient maesters, yeah, that's what Stark needs for Christmas. Didn't
8: they get, just get some maester. now more maesters. Uh, okay. Enough so we can play twelve different Stark maesters. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. Something just occurred to me.
1: Haven't you become a bit of a fucking Stark loyalist in the last twelve months?
0: No, 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 no. I've played some Stark maesters, but uh. So. No, my my start period was more than 12 months ago. It really. was last year's Nationals.
8: No.
2: Last-
0: yeah, last year's, year's Nationals year. I played for. Yeah, Stark. you
8: did point that yeah. So you want a Master of the Last Hearth that did things with direwolves or creatures? or oh, Yeah. Something? Oh. He
0: did things with direwolves. Is this the Minstrel's Muse art all over again? <laughs> I forgot what the Master of the Last Hearth
7: is. Yeah. I want Maud. If, like, we're going for the Cat House, Aaron. I want Maud.
0: You want Maud?
7: Yeah. Okay. Partly because that was what I was thinking of for fancy dress for the last uh, Starlit before last. Oh,
1: you'd make a good Mord, Tom.
7: Well, I do have a large head.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you've got hair. Yeah, yeah. but
7: we I do also, have a dungeon. Yeah, and also I have a face that looks like a misshapen potato. But the more oh, on that bombshell.
1: <laughs>
7: <laughs> but um, I, I try to make Mord work a lot. Oh, Stark. Yeah,
1: the neutral card.
7: And he was neutral, but mm-hmm. he didn't have to be because he could have been Aaron, which technically could have been Tully.
1: But that was what so you're saying? Oh, no, all the Aaron stuff can't be all be Stark, can
7: Why? it? Why? Because it'd be good. See, so he didn't align with the Starks. Didn't let's they? have Door back. Well, she's still a Tully, so. Well, she's of. dead
1: in the books, though. Oh. By the time, all the Aarons come about. Well, dead I mean, is, in the book. Is a very she commies, in Uh Let's not get into whether we want Lady Stoneheart or any of
0: that <laughs> shit. But
7: I mean, I do. Lady Stonehart was great.
0: Uh. <laughs> uh, indeed. I agree. She was fantastic. Yeah. One of my favourite cards. Uh. Amazing in Martel, Knights of the Hollow Hill. Oh yeah, to, want to get yeah,
1: get rid of all the power off your house.
0: Yeah, so you could play flea bottom scammer. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. And she was a renowned character with two icons for to the Spurs. Right. Yeah, you just killed her and brought her back in adornance.
7: Yeah. I'd like to introduce letters as a thing in in uh, into the game and that letters that can either um, paralyze characters, make them vengeful, um, and that can have a general influence on in the whole of the game.
1: We just had a letter, actually, don't we? We just had an event. Did that, we?
7: Yeah,
1: an event that was like a letter. The, the, one, the, the Bolton one. Yeah, the, yeah the, I can't remember. It's called the letter from... Was it the Bastard's letter? Yeah, yeah. The, the one that basically says
8: when someone doesn't intrigue um, I mean, I you It, it basically looks like it was wrapped around a rock and thrown through your window. Yeah.
7: But, you know, <laughs> well, I assume this it's. This is Westeros, it's, man. <laughs> no, it's, it's there's, a, no post, there's no royal bills. <laughs> clearly, it's a response to us talking about Theon's dick. Um, it's, a, it's a direct response to that. I it was clearly wrapped around Theon's dick and then thrown through the window. I know. Can Theon's dick break a window? It can if it's really dried. And tied to a Rock. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. It was always going to get to this. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs>
1: right. <laughs> so I think I think we'll we'll wind up Stark there, and we'll say that what Stark want for Christmas
7: is Northern Patriarch. It's
1: Northern Patriarch and a load of neutral characters to make them jankier. A jankier because they don't really need to be better.
7: Well, they need to be more fucking interesting.
1: To make you more of a start loyalist than you currently are. Yes. Okay. Or to in fact turn you into a start loyalist.
7: I was a start loyalist.
1: Past tense. Yeah. Yeah.
7: To bring me back to the fold.
1: Yeah.
7: All right. Yeah. That's no. That seems that that,
1: that seems good. You want to be brought back into the fold by more interesting start cards.
7: Yeah. I want like talking twig and spooky. Talking toys. twig is overpowered.
1: I <laughs> can't bring back the
0: talking twig. <laughs> I think we just pretend to let second ed players that there was a first ed card called the talking twig. Yeah. It just seems like something that's really personal between you and Helen, and we don't really (laughs) want to get into that. (laughs)
1: On that bombshell, thanks for coming,
0: Helen and Costas. Did we just get
7: evicted? I think we
0: did. Alright, and now we are on to the squids themselves. Sadly, Peel hasn't joined us yet. We are getting slightly worried. Uh, He has contacted us, but he is not home yet, so at some point he might join us, but in the absence of Peel, we have brought on a traditionally Greyjoy player, less so in second edition, but certainly when it comes to first edition. He's already given them Christmas in July,
5: but say hello to Vince. Hello, Vince. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good, thank you. All right, thank you. How are you? I'm all right, I'm all right. Enjoying Christmas in the south of France, so yeah, not too bad. Oh, well. yeah How was how France uh, this year uh, well if you manage to slalom through the gilets jaunes uh, it's alright <laughs> you get cheese you get bread you get uh, bread that's perfect mm-hmm. nice oh wonderful mm-hmm. so uh, Vince what does Greyjoy want for Christmas um What does Greyjoy want for Christmas? So like that on the spot, the first thing that came to my mind, and I guess I'll make it the second thing in the list, is Wendem First Edition, to be fully honest. Like when you asked me the question, the first thing that popped to my mind was the image of 1st edition Wendermere, because that's the level of coolness I want in 2nd edition for Greyjoy, a card that has multiple levels of um, discovering the game. And that's just perfect. How does that translate in 2nd edition? I guess a bit more save. Yeah, I'll take a bit more so, save.
0: So uh, tell, tell uh, for those who don't know Wendermere, who I mean was an iconic 1st edition card but isn't exactly a big character, mm-hmm. a 2nd edition player wouldn't come into 2nd edition and go, I wonder what Wendemir did in 1st Edition. <laughs> um, but the thing is, he was probably the most important card in the Greyjoy Deluxe box. It yes, was. Outside of Iron Mines and Risen. Like, probably more important than them, in fa- mm-hmm. in fairness, for a Greyjoy player. Um, it was absolutely... So, ta- talk to us about him. What what made uh, Wendemir such an iconic 1st Edition character?
5: Um, it's just that it's the perfect card when you want to discover the, the house. It fits right into the mechanic of the game, of the house, which was saves. And it gave you multiple levels of using him. The better you became, so first you discover so it's a very, it's a chud it's basically like a one strength, one icon intrigue icon character that costs two, so pretty weak in itself. Um, and when you kneel him, you can save a Greyjoy character, which is amazing. Like you can save someone from being dead or discarded. That's really cool. And that's the mechanic of the house. Then there's a the second layer where you realize that actually you can. When you save a character kneeling Vendomir, you can actually kneel two influences or one crest from first edition. I'm sure people will have heard about that to stand the character that just knelt. So that's amazing that basically, like, you can save Vendamir and then kneel two influences to stand Vendomir again and do another save. That's amazing. How cool is that? <laughs> and after that, there's the third layer where you actually realize that, wait, basically it's a stand effect. So if I manage to kill one of my guys... Whenever I want, I can just I can just send them where whenever I want, and that's amazing. So that's the type of coolness I'd like to see in second edition, something that has multiple layers of, I don't know, of practice if that makes sense. So if Wendemir was
0: one fifth, it was fifty percent of my first. Oh shit! I really don't know what I'm doing at this game experience. In that I valid thinking I was in a really good position, and then Wendemir saved someone. And then I saved someone, and then I got to be a (laughs) kraken, which was my first. Oh shit! I didn't know that existed. Uh, And then when we saved someone else, and then he, oh no, sorry, then he saved himself, and he stood up, and I went, oh,
5: I didn't know that second half (laughs) of his text existed. (laughs) Everyone forgot about it. And then I was truly fucked. (laughs) There was this amazing thing where in first edition, Mokoro... Was a save basically, a Neil Mokoro to save someone. Where you What you could do was Neil Vendamir on the Valar turn, Neil Vendamir to the real Valar, Valar Marguerite, of course, Neil Vendamir to uh, save himself, Neil um, two influences to stand Vendamir, Neil Mokoro to save Asha, say, <laughs> then Neil Vendamir to save Mokoro, Neil two influence to stand Mokoro, and then save someone else with Mokoro. That was amazing. <laughs> no, so yeah i mean it seems
1: it it, it, i'm gonna be the one to point this out because uh i i i am you know the ghost of christmas past as it were um so what you're saying vince is what you would
5: like for christmas would is more save and more stand (laughs) no not more stand a, a very very conditional one like something that's really really Unlikely to happen. Like you just got three person, three characters that this turn, and you want two powers that arrived on your house card. You've been discarded two cards from your hand. Still someone. You know, yeah. Okay. Like that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs>
1: uh, but, I mean, you're right. He was a he was a he was in every Greyjoy deck. He was a fundamental part of that mechanic. You're right. The 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 being able to kind of nest kind of triggers to save stand save stand stand and and, and, and all of that. It was it, it was it was important to to kind of get to grips with. As Dave says, you know, oh, that's how that works. Oh, I'm out of my depth here if I don't understand how that works. Yeah, I mean <laughs> this the it's bad enough that uh, in that Greyjoy joy box they got uh uh Mason Muramur, who <laughs> is a bastard of a character at the best of times. I mean in first Ed, he could only do he can only cancel uh, in marshalling, I believe. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. he can
5: do. It. Now he can do it whatever he wants. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I got him. Uh, so I was playing on Iron Throne a bit earlier today, and I got him into play. My opponent was also playing Greyjoy or maybe Baratheon banner to the Kraken, yeah. and had an Iron Mind into play. i was like, oh fuck, there's an Iron Mind. I'm so. And then I realized, well, <laughs> wait, you remember can deal with this. That's perfect. Um, yeah.
1: Canceling Iron <laughs> Minds in the
5: Valor turn and all that. Oh, exactly. ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Candy. Exactly.
5: Very nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. So my wish for Christmas for Greyjoy, definitely something as cool as Windermere. And if it has to be saved, then why not? Feels like we got a magic Christmas already with the with the box. So yeah. So are Maybe you quite? Away. Are you
1: quite? Um. Just while we're on that, uh, how do you feel about the box?
5: Um. Well, I'm not sure. I've been playing it a bit because I was curious to try a Sea of Blood build, yeah. and there are a number of things in the box that are definitely strong, yeah. like Sea of Blood being one of them, of course. Mure and Mure is amazing. Uh, Gwyneth Harlow, the forecast character that, if you move Kness, yeah yeah, oh, yeah makes you draw yeah. and gain a goal. Amazing. Like, she's going to be one in most of my decks. I can't see... At the moment, okay. I don't see me putting her once in the deck. Maybe instead of the second copy of the reader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. So that's about the box. Yeah, quite happy. That it's quite varied, which is nice. It's <laughs> not focused on one mechanic only. So yeah, good time so far. Oh, right. The only thing is, I'm not too, too sure about the new Euron. I mean, I've heard good and bad things about him. And I keep reading him and I keep hearing about how great he is. I'm like, but wait, guys, I don't get it. If the silence is already in play... His text is void apart from the Intimidate. I love Intimidate even more with an Intrigue icon in Greyjoy. That's amazing. Mm. But then again, uh, the older Euron makes you win challenges. It makes you win games on his own. He has Renown. He's a bit stronger. I don't know, uh, yeah, that would be my question mark around the Greyjoy box, I guess Yeah, uh,
0: totally- Remember that silence stands him, of yeah. course so I think the old yeah. You're fits. getting multiple intimidates as long as you've got the warships to fuel it. Yeah.
5: yeah, that's it, I mean, and the silence puts a warship into play, so if you have enough warships in your deck, keep one in your hand you're sure to have plus two initiative and a sort of a surprise warship and if you have your own, then it becomes very strong I don't know. It seems like you need a lot of pieces of the puzzle to really, really make it work. And with how important turns one and two are, it seems a bit. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, and actually, it works very well. So we've had we've we've had quite a lot of.
1: I mean, we we've been through a number of uh, people talking about their their houses so far, and we've had a lot of chat about obviously a lot of chat about uh, first ed and and themes that existed in first edition and whether those themes kind of came through to second or whether themes in second edition in one house maybe have lost the way as the as as cards have been uh, released my initial thought of, about the greyjoy box was that there's plenty of kind of good cards in there uh, but as opposed to i think previous deluxe boxes um there doesn't seem to be a new theme that they've introduced to greyjoy in this mm. box, it seems to kind of double down on existing themes and kind of make them better and, and give them extra cards and like. Is there is there a theme that you'd like to be
5: introduced into second Ed Greyjoy, be that from first edition or not? Um, so I have to admit, from a personal point of view, I find the Drowned Gut theme quite consistent and good on its own although it's not exactly my thing as silly as it can sound (laughs) given that (laughs) the Drown God fanatic is there but I mean I'm happy as it is I just would like to find something else in Greyjoy Raiders could certainly have something coming Ironborns could have something coming because otherwise it's just big dudes and it's really not my stuff so if I was to hope for a new theme coming to Greyjoy I don't know. I, I I loved, and the first thing I I thought for I thought of was um, the black sails theme from first edition, which is sort of impersonated by the conclave in second edition. Yeah. Um. I don't know if it could be a greyjoy thing, like with all the naval stuff, and trying to basically maybe a not necessarily a raider, although it could be a raider, but some of a mix between raider and smuggler, like rather than having cards coming out of your hand maybe you could take cards from the top of your deck or the deck of your opponent put them in an out of play area and under certain c- circumstances just bring them into play or bring them into your hand mm-hmm. I know that's that may be a bit more elaborated or complicated than what the designers would want to do or maybe it just doesn't make any sense but I'd like to have something a bit trickier like that like the what's the name the, um, the Baratheon, six cost five yeah. strength military intrigue against stealth valiant steel crew the Lydian's crew yeah crew, yeah. I love that they've been mentioned twice this episode. Yeah, sorry. they have. We love like them. Yeah. <laughs> They're really cool. They're really cool. I love them. They are really yeah. cool. And yeah, something a bit like that where you smuggle cards from your opening stick or from your cards into play via some sneak techniques, if that makes sense. Sneaky mm. techniques, yeah. That could no, be I cool. think that's
1: yeah, I think that I think that'd be good. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be the first person that would like to see something like black sales back, obviously. Uh, and black, black sales was you know, fantastic, fantastic thematic fun out of both Barra and Greyjoy in First Ed. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I you know, pretty good in both from and from all the kind of smuggler kind of point of view and all the smugglers that they were in Barra and uh, all the phenomenal kind of naval characters that Greyjoy got. And uh, uh, so yeah, no, I, I I 100% agree. I loved it. I'd love to. I'd love Santa to bring a Black sails agenda back or oh. a version
5: a version of it. It would be amazing. I don't know if they ever intend to do the um, house X agendas in second editions, like mm. we had the uh, house X agendas in first. And if mm. they do, yeah, please black cells in greyjoy. joy. I'd love it. Mm. 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 Well, I'll, I'll
1: go for half of that, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's yes, but I don't want it out of gray joy, but, but yeah, but yeah, that'd be lovely. Excellent.
5: Lovely. Well, uh, thank you for joining us, Vince. Uh, well, thanks for inviting me guys. And, have a good evening, I guess. Merry Christmas. And you. Merry Christmas, Merry to, Christmas you. to you. Have a cracking festive season. So, see you in the new year. Amazing. Have a cracking festi- festive Yay. season.
2: Yay!
5: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Right, now we have someone up to
0: talk about beginner cards. Um, now, he has been on the cast before. He had a soft ban yeah. after uh, he was prosecuted for gimmick infringement, but because it's Christmas, we've brought him back. Uh, so, Mr. James Wormsley, say hello.
9: Hello. Thank you for and, allowing uh, me out on parole. Yeah.
1: Christmas, <laughs> yeah. is a, Christmas is a time for forgiveness as well, James. So, you know, yeah.
0: We've, we've... Yeah, come New Year, you're banned again, just so okay.
1: you know.
9: No, I, I can take that. It's only reasonable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the show again. And uh, tell us, what does Tyrell want for Christmas?
9: What Tyrell wants for Christmas? There's, I've thought of a few different things we could go with here. Like, obviously... Tyrell have multiple restricted cards, maybe an updated restricted list or something like that would be nice. But ultimately, I thought about why are those cards restricted? And for me, what makes Tyrell such a wonderful faction isn't, like you know, all the draw or all the gold or all the power gain or anything like that. It is House Florent Knight.
4: Mm-hmm. So, Agreed.
9: Mm-hmm. We got a card called Mace Tyrell in the House of Thorns box. That should be a lovely card for House Florent Knight. You know, he lets you phase out a card for the phase. The start of the next phase, they come back in. It gives you even more House Florent Knight triggers. If you're lucky, you get up to 16. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> the problem we've got... Has Josh got to you in the last, like, 12 hours? <laughs> the problem we've got, right, is that <laughs> because that Mace Tyrell has a reaction that is passive power gain, he got restricted... And the high tower got restricted, and as a result, you can't really use that mace to do fun stuff because it means giving up your restricted card. So, what I would like for Christmas for House Tyrell is for Mace Tyrell to be eroded to remove that reaction, so that you can only use him for the phase bouncing stuff. And at that point, you can unrestrict him and you can unrestrict the high tower. And you can use all those cards as they were originally intended, rather than just as a boring passive power engine. Um, I don't know if this has been suggested before, but if it's not, I'd like to, you know, personally take ownership of that idea.
1: <laughs> Interesting. So for Christmas, you, what you're saying is you want your champ
9: card back? I I would like <laughs> what you are referring to as my champ card to be made worse so that everything can be made better. Oh,
0: uh, okay. Uh. I would very much be in favour of that. I love Mace Tyrell's action. I think it's a wonderful thing. I think his reaction is an awful, awful blight on okay. the game. Okay, yeah, okay. Lovely. And as much as I love control into passive power, like, no.
9: Yeah, that skips out the control bit, really, doesn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah, there's no control in it. That's the yeah. issue. The control is the fun bit. A win condition from control is great. But that's not what Mace is. So hi so, so hi on just just because it's been a long time since I've
1: played with seen uh, or torn up a copy of Mace Tyrell, the action is to remove something from playing pops back in the reaction is gaining the power and the gold, right? Uh
9: spending a gold to gain the power, yeah.
1: Spending, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, so it's the passive power game that you want rid of. So the kind of uh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense because that is that's the fun bit, right? The bouncing in and out is is the the fun and interesting bit that you kind of build around, and uh, but the, the the money and gold bit just seems like a bit of a yeah, it seems a little bit easier, a uh, kind of uh, unnecessary addendum to an already in, kind of very interesting card. Yeah,
0: especially as like at its worst, Mace is a standard character to win dominance
9: effect, yeah. true, and get rid Not of milks and all that fun stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let alone attachment control and interesting come into play or exit play effects. Um, he's just a oh, I'll just stand this three strength chud to win dominance, yeah. easy, boom. Um, so yeah, this makes him. That that is a good effect in itself.
9: Yeah. Agreed. And I'll be power, very happy to. It means uh, not only does it mean he has to be restricted, but it also means the high tower has. And I think if you got rid of that power grab, not only could you pull Mace off, but you could give regular Tyrell decks back the high tower that still want to be able to use, you know one of the other great restricted cards like Flea Bottom or Breaking Ties or, um, I don't know, uh, to the Rose Banner or whatever else.
1: And if there's one thing that Tyrell players all want, it's to pull Mace off. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. Just clarifying that's what you meant, James. <laughs> <laughs> it was a
0: Christmas set. Christ- yeah.
1: Yay! Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, yeah, well... well I mean, it's not within our power to grant you such a present, but, you know, it's good to know that you want.
0: We'll tell Santa.
1: We will. We'll tell Maccordo. We'll,
9: uh, we'll see what he comes yeah. back with. Who is Santa in this case? FFG or... Danny, presumably. Yeah.
0: Danny's- I'm, I'm just going to email him this, the link to this episode and just, you know, okay.
9: Danny, go mm-hmm. with it. See what happens. <laughs> How he could in the spirit of Christmas, he made all of it come true. <laughs> I have no idea what other people have yeah. asked for and how bad an idea that is for me to say that. But <laughs> well, it involves
0: printing an entire deluxe box, yeah. <laughs> several first edition reprints, some rethemes, mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> but overall he could probably do it if he you know print on demand Wednesday morning. Jobs I'm looking forward to the new keyword anyway, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and the entire new Lannister deluxe
0: box that's been re- yeah and barra is going to be oh, good Barrett's <laughs> going to be amazing
1: in the new year if that if
0: if it uh, it's been a good boy
9: <laughs> what are the odds that the Baratheon players would still complain
1: oh, oh 100% i <laughs> so is that it,
9: it, it's
1: is that everything that that you would you that Tyrell would put on their uh, their their letter to santa
9: i mean we're more about giving stuff than asking for stuff right <laughs> no but carry on we give our lovely presents you know have a, yeah look at much and more. <laughs> yeah. We have gift yeah much and more. Mm-hmm. It even has gift in its name in second edition.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I reckon you could make a wonderful photoshop of House of Towers uh, House of Thorns Mace as Santa. Yeah. I, I cuz he's in the right he's in the right position he's got a fantastic he grin. Has. No one There's has a, a speech bubble up, coming out saying ho that's... ho ho. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not talking about my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's good, but he's normal he's
1: normal is Greyjoy Santa. I
9: thought Dag McClaws was Greyjoy Santa, is that wrong? Mac- <laughs> Greyjoy's a Christmassy house. <laughs> they are the most Christmassy house. Like that's just not up for debate, is it? In fairness,
0: when you take our guests, our Greyjoy guest is the closest to Christmas out of all of us. So Yeah automatically it also works. True, he's an hour ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thin, thin reasoning, but
9: I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, all you know, I don't know what else you'd really want for Tyrell. Like, they they have all the nice things already. Maybe, like, get them to win an event that FFG prints uh, full bleed cards for, so we can get some lovely. Full bleed Tyrell cards.
0: I mean the art is generally nice, so that's not awful, even if it hurts me emotionally. That's a very nice and gentle and realistic Christmas present is some full bleed
1: Tyrell (laughs) art
9: cards. (laughs) Oh Yeah. Yeah, well I mean like I I would be disappointed if Tyrell players complained about the last like twelve or fourteen months that we've had. Mm. So I'm not going to ask for anything extravagant. I want one of our cards to be made worse and some lovely fall bleeds.
1: Oh, oh, mm. Merry Christmas, James. <laughs> Merry, Christmas. Uh,
9: Merry Christmas to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tyrell have always had a very... like Laissez-faire approach to theft. I was just going to go with... They've got a very clear theme, which is anything that's good for them and then... They don't get stuff that's bad for the opponent, as a general rule, <laughs> okay. with the exception of the stand and remove stuff. But even then, it's stand and remove. It's not okay. evil like Arya Hotar or Seven Gold Doran Martel or whatever.
0: You can uh, use. Excuse still. me. Are you are you saying evil in regards to Martel? <laughs> that's a bit much, isn't it? Considering you got that Doran. Who, sorry, that. Uh, that mace who's just like, Haha, I'm going to ruin all of your days, look at me. House of Thorns Martell. Uh, House of Thorns uh, Doran. Uh, House of Thorns Mace. I, I can't even say something about someone being evil without saying something about Martell. <laughs> 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 I've had too many Baileys. <laughs> it's official. It's, it was already well known that my favourite Star Wars character was Darth Vader. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you
9: just have to accept it, Dave. That's the important thing.
0: All right, well, uh, thank you, Wama. Thank you for talking about Tyrell. Uh, Thank you, all the best. Can you you leave us now and replace yourself with Ken? Sure
9: thing. One upgrade. Fantastic. All the best, mate. Thanks. Take care. He's still going to be
10: here. Yeah, I'm still going to
9: eavesdrop to make sure you don't say bad things about
10: him. I mean, I really am. I would take away Wanda from the game. Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) Honestly, it would improve the health of the UK better. competitively immensely. Like, it would you know, make it a lot more competitive, even if we would miss his deck building wonderfulness and I'd miss drinking with him. But would you stand and remove him or just remove him? I would rather stand and remove no, that him. That makes I think. sense. That's much more gentle and passive. Yeah, just delay the Whammer threat. I wouldn't want to remove Whammer completely, yeah. especially as, as I look at the computer, I can see his face. <laughs> Looking at me, smiling.
1: (laughs) Stand and and remove whammer from the meta. Nice.
10: Didn't you used to have Donald Duck reading Mein Kampf as your Skype picture? But then it became a bit too real, didn't it?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we want to talk to you, Geb.
10: Oh, dear. I've never been bad.
1: No, far from it. You've been very good.
10: Okay. So I get a present, right?
1: You do get a present, but you get a very different present. What we've what we've done so far is we've been through all of the factions we'll get to that in a minute we've been through all the factions and we've asked them what they want for Christmas and they've given us a variety of uh, interesting stroke obvious stroke uh, revelatory answers about what they want their they want their house to have to make it make it better going into 2019 but now we're on to house Martel um. Um, yeah and it would seem it would seem unusual to get someone who isn't a Martell loyalist. I mean, would it be fair to say that you're not a Martell loyalist?
10: I would be ashamed if you thought for one moment that I uh, even touched orange cards, let alone played with them.
0: Good stuff. Kev, that was a bit too passionate. <laughs> to friends.
10: But that's good. We get people that are...
0: But I could hear the venom though. Like it wasn't just, oh no, I don't play Martell. It was like, no, <laughs> we, <you> know,
1: no. <laughs> we, we've been listening to people, people with like, people that love and 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 adore their faction and have these interesting ideas about what they want to add to their add to their faction to make it better. And what it would be lovely if Santa gave them for Christmas to make that better. You're not a great jo- uh, not a Martell loyalist in any way, shape or form. In fact, completely the opposite. So what we would like to say to you is. It being Christmas, Martell have been very naughty, haven't they?
10: Oh, they've been naughty and they need some coal in their stockings this year. What? Oh, yes, indeed. What do you think
1: we should take away from Martell for Christmas?
10: Well, I've been having a little think. And I was thinking about it in terms of being a Baratheon player. So, you know, um, why Respect. i why need it? Yeah. Um, but what I was thinking about is like, what is Baratheon supposed to be good at? Like, we're supposed to be good at power rush, but Tyrell will do that better. We're supposed to be good at, like, targeted control with Aeneal, but Targ has targeted kill, which is just strictly better. Mm. They've started giving us, like, stealth and warships, but Greyjoy does that better.
2: Mm.
10: And the other thing we've got is sort of a dominance uh tech going on. And I think Brathian probably does that best. I mean, Greyjoy, you know, gives it a wedgie and... <laughs> sends it home but you know the dominance thing is interesting it's fun it's a little bit different we've got the you know the fun uh locations that trigger off that and then there's one phrase that martel got printed on a card when you lose the dominance phase
1: preach
10: yes <laughs> so, why? It just felt so... You leave never alone. up, <laughs> It Shut just it feels so personal. It, it was the one thing Barra had, potentially, that was ours. And then Martel gets a card that deliberately works against that. That boiled my piss, yeah. that card. <laughs> and I've been playing a dominance yeah. deck, and I've had that card. Oh, the, you know, it it absolutely infuriates me. So I would strike out. What what character is it that's got that? There's, there's
9: and his Yeah,
10: there's
1: Archie two. Archibald Arnwood as well,
10: yeah. Oh well, I'd strike out both of those, and then I would prevent anyone printing the phrase when you, unless it's a bad thing, you know, you know, unless it's like, you know, like Gendry. Yeah, like. Gendry, or how the refugees used to be in first edition. Yeah.
0: There we go, that's what we want, Kev, more first edition. Carry on <laughs> If you've got a bad mouth martel, at least, you know, sweeten it. Put some honey on the wound.
10: <laughs> is that good for it? I guess it is. Um, but yeah, um, that's my that's my thought. That for God's sake, let Baratheon have something. Like I, I, when I when I chose to be a Baratheon player, I thought it was because, you know, it was a bit of banter, I thought it'd be a laugh. And I've tried not to become a whiny Baratheon player, but it's so hard they make it so hard for us not to be just whiny bastards (laughs) what what Baratheon needs is a good strong theme that only they can do and they do it better than everyone else but that's not what I'm allowed to talk about so instead I'll just try and stop Martel from encroaching on the one damn thing we've got going for us these days
1: 100% agree with you (laughs) but then I I, would
10: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I just yeah I I just like playing against Martel anyway because like I don't know. I feel like I just have a psychological aversion to things like um, Gaston Grey. Mm. I like how... What's it called? Revenge for Elia? No. Revenge, 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 Revenge. for Elia. That's not as bad in Second Dead as it was in First Dead, I feel. Mm. It, it,
0: it, yeah, it wasn't Yeah.
10: Um, but yeah. Just just leave Baratheon alone. Leave Baratheon alone!
0: <laughs> as much as I love playing against you, Keb, I hate playing against you with Martel because just oh it's just awful I feel
10: my soul just dying as soon as every part I yeah. see like that bloody what was it the, the one I think it was even in the core set the one that's just oh yeah the number of plots you have you get that much power and it's just like, oh yeah
0: it is yeah Doran's game
10: okay that's that then
2: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh well never mind. Good yeah job. exactly and like some, some games you play and you play that and you go yeah that was a great game and I pulled it out and sometimes you just go, yeah, that was a game, and I won. Yeah,
10: and I ain't got no intrigue icons, so it's not... like, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> you, just, you just win, mate, okay. There's,
1: there's no commonly used uh, internet acronym for bad game, well played. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> GG, GG this, no,
0: BG, fucking Ooh, BG. Just, just invent it. <laughs> the B-G-W-P BG, BGWP. is you played it well but it was a yeah, shit yeah bg fuck you
10: yeah i do have to there is definitely skill in playing martel but oh, sitting, it you, just Kat. feels like oh what you did i have this card which means you're a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> oh oh okay i'm
1: yeah. very much enjoying the fact that every conversation we've had with faction loyalists and and faction non-loyalists have been uh Gently skewed by the host's own uh, <laughs> approach to particular houses. So, so this one in particular is quite funny because I'm absolutely on your side, Kevin. <laughs> Dave's fizzing. <laughs> I'm enjoying it a lot. <laughs> I mean, none of us give a none of us could give a shit what happened to Lannister, but once you get to Martell
0: and Bara, mm, now we're now we're invested. <laughs> And the thing is, like Barrow is my second favorite house. It has been since I bought the Martell box. Like, I'm I'm into pro Barrow things. I'm a pro Barrow man. It's just I love the Martell so much. I love those sweet sweet orange cards. They make me feel good about myself.
10: They make you feel like the big man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're a
1: bully. Well, we'll get we'll we're going to compile all of these things and send them off to uh, Thrones Santa, and we'll ask very nicely if uh, Throne Santa can uh, can remove those cards from the game.
10: Yep, we can turn into Thrones Santa.
1: <laughs> yeah, we. But I think I think we we wield some kind of power,
10: right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what it is or how strong it is, but fuck it, we'll give it a go. <laughs> all right. Okay.
0: Tremendous, Kev, Thank you very much. Thank you okay well in that case tony do you want to bring us on home what we've got left to do is
1: we've got to talk about night's watch haven't we or we could just not bother talking about night's watch
0: at all because frankly who gives a fuck about night's watch i mean they're neutral so santa wouldn't visit them to give them presents or santa would have a
1: find it very difficult to get that north uh at this time of year, <laughs> living in Scotland, you know, I live in Scotland. We don't get any presents. Exactly. It's
0: even worse. It's further north than Scotland, the war, right?
1: The, like. We don't get any presents. So I don't see why the Night's Watch should get any presents. So no, we're discounting them entirely from the whole process. And we're not even going to ask them what they want for Christmas because, frankly, it would be futile. So uh, I'm just going to apologise
0: to Night's Watch players. I'm not even going to bother. Seems reasonable. I apologise to Peel fans. Of which I am one. <laughs> i'm not obviously but uh <laughs> I'll, i'm sure i'll see him in the next few days but not a fan <laughs> oh not, not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, speak of the devil and he shall arrive
6: yes i'm on hand three days the modern technology that we live in the world ah. is, is in fact, and all its love here um i'm currently driving can you hear me
0: Yes. yes <laughs> but we can't record like that because you're a fucking mess so yeah, I'm a little bit late leaving. I was planning on leaving about eight-ish, so I'm literally about an hour away.
1: Okay, no problem. We'll probably still be going in an hour, to be fair. Uh,
0: uh, fair enough, lads. I, f- I figured as much. Um, I feel like you can have this bit in as like a little segment halfway through the episode. You can update them on my travels, maybe that's just something to contribute. You know? Can that's I just yeah. make the record? Greyjoy's best house and fuck the rest of you. And uh...
1: <laughs> you can try and say that, mate. We'll see. Yeah, we'll get it in somewhere.
0: You can argue me down but I will have a counter for every
6: argument you put forward I guarantee that
1: Then it's just as well you're still in the car
6: I mean there is that but you know this is, well, there's one word for you or two words for you but
0: well, one word technically because I need to use his last name dog.
1: What's
2: the word?
3: Theon
1: <laughs> Oh right yeah oh.
0: Thought it might be Loves a bit of Theon he does
3: <laughs> Loves a bit of Theon do apologise I'll catch you in a bit and I'll be back on soon when I'm no longer driving Bye Bill Hello.
1: I believe our Christmas roundup is complete, and I believe our 2018 is probably complete as well, isn't it? I think it is. And therefore, it just remains for me to
2: wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Tony. And a Happy New Year when it comes. And that's us.